<laughs> you know, I've, I've been trying to run blabs for about four weeks. I've run one. I haven't been able to get into my own blab. So anyway, I'm playing a game with myself here that I'm just going to sit in on other people's blabs until I can work out how I can run my own because the internet, we're like we're 18th in the world for internet. We're behind oh. Romania and New Zealand, which is really embarrassing. Wow, that's incredible. Oh, I don't know which one's more embarrassing, New Zealand or Romania, but um, we're very, we're very, very slow. Yeah. But we've still got stuff to say. We've got, well, we got stuff to say. Well, you're here now. We're glad of that. And you've had a lot to say in the comments stream, so. But, you know, what I do is I love podcasting and I love SoundCloud. Now, yeah. SoundCloud is awesome, but Google can't find you. So I've started to explore this idea of actually adding my podcasts to blog posts on WordPress yes. and trying to use the SEO to go, well, look, I know what I'm talking about. And I've done a, like I was interviewed by Brian actually last week in Chicago. And if I just put that on SoundCloud, that's fine, but no one can find it. Whereas yeah. blogging allows you to be more findable, uh -huh. which is the, that's the interest I have. I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not offending you by not liking the writing or the reading no. thing, but that's not my skill. Well, blogging's not just writing now, Keith. That's, right. That's what I said. It's all these other platforms coming in. But, you know what I mean, taking your podcast, putting it in your WordPress site, and then maybe writing in, you know what I mean, all you got to do is write a little thing about, you know what I mean, who you interviewed, and we get the top five questions from this person, and, and that's it. That's all the writing you got to do. And the audio piece of it enough is that's content. That's that's yeah. an attraction. But the audio by itself is not going to attract. You're going to have to write a little bit about it. So yeah. uh, well, I'm interested in your thoughts about if anyone else is doing this or what, what people do. And hello to Tim, who's coming in from Australia. He gets good internet. Uh, he's in Sydney, though. Um, yeah. Because I, I, uh, I do a little bit of a, a blab, pardon the pun. I do a little bit of a, a spiel about the, the podcast. But I just love the look of a SoundCloud file inside a WordPress blog post. It just looks glorious. So I just, I'm, I'm interested in how to get more people to them. What do, peop, what do people do? What do other people do to get more people to their blog posts or Keith, their podcasts? Keith, you, yeah. you, you can use the SoundCloud uh, embed, but we also uh, show a simple, there's so many different players. I happen to like Yendef. It's easy, simple, and it's free. And what we do is we podcast all of, we have a newspaper also, and obviously each week the newspaper is printed and distributed throughout the community, but then it's also digitized. And the articles are podcasted, as are the opinion editorials. So our audience gets a chance to read, which very few people do because they don't know how. Uh, but the podcast response is phenomenal because people can listen to the uh, opinion editorials um, the, what we're trying to do is maybe actually have letters to the editor come in audio and have a page where <laughs> where your letter mm. is sent in audio and our response uh, to your letter to the editor would be audio. Uh, I've been an audiophile for many years. I um, Just because of who I am, I find listening a much easier way for me to learn. It's yeah. the way I've learned over the yeah. last 70 years. And uh, so... You know, pod, that's how I came onto the internet. I started podcasting 11 years ago, and that basically was the way I received, quote, what little notoriety I have was through two weekly talk shows, uh, you know, that were on specific topics of my passion. 
and uh, they had audiences of a thousand or so each week, which isn't much. I, I, but I would is. give a million dollars for your voice. I would give a million. <laughs> well, well, you know that's an interesting thing. Uh, we had a discussion about that on one of our road, our road trips this last week. Keith, your voice is fine. Um, uh, one thing you might want to do is come down from your stomach a little bit. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to go into the physical aspects mm. of speaking, but but um, I think most people do not give themselves credit for their voice. And what you say is what people listen to. And I'm going to bring, this is terrible. My wife just went to sleep. But, uh, we have a friend whose wife is brilliant. She has a following of people. The uh, people hang, And she has the worst voice in the world. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's like fingernails on the chalkboard almost. However, uh, she's very successful because people just wait for what she has to say. So yeah. I, I've always believed uh, this the way my parents brought me up. We are who we think we are. And Keith, I see nothing wrong with your voice. In fact, I envy it because of the accent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it, I'll tell you what, very, I, I am, I'm actually but, leveraging, and I, I don't know if this is a, a relevant point, but I'm leveraging the fact that I'm an Aussie. Now, we have really slow right, internet. Absolutely. I'm leveraging the fact that I'm this Aussie bloke on the other side of the world that probably doesn't know any more than anyone else, but I've got a slightly different lifestyle. I live 10 minutes walk to the beach in Melbourne, Australia. We've got a bit more relaxed uh, style of life here, and that's my angle. That's my yeah. brand, if you like. So yeah. just for a joke, I went and got my – I'm on Twitter. My, my thing is I'm a Twitter dude. Mm -hmm. And I went and got the URL, that AussieTwitterGuy.com. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's, that's my handle. I'm the I'm the Aussie Twitter guy. You want to know about Twitter and you want to talk to an Aussie? You want to hear this kooky sound? Well, see, I'm see, here well, for you. If, if, I, if, I, if you sounded like me, I would not really get excited about your podcast or your audio because I'm expecting that. Mm, A good friend mm. of mine was, was an instructor of mine. I almost went to Western Australia to start farming wheat. I don't know why I stayed in California because I lost my butt every time I farmed wheat, but I, I just had this passion and, and he was a professor at the University of California, Riverside, and he wanted me to come back home with him. Oh. And again, his voice, you know, I just envied it. I always envied that Australian accent. And uh, I, so I just trying to give you some kudos here. Props, yeah. don't, don't let what you think, let people judge, let the other people judge. You know, somebody might just say, hey, you sound terrible. That's fine, you know. It's, it's, it's really interesting you say that, uh, Chuck, because I wanted to be a radio announcer. I'm 50 next year, and I wanted to be a radio announcer when I moved to Melbourne from the country. Mm -hmm. And I was disallowed in the 80s from being a radio announcer because my voice was too nasally. That was the exact quote that I got in 1984 yeah. from a professional radio school. They said, mate, <laughs> just don't get a day job. You'll never get a job in radio with that voice. And I can't believe it. Because you look oh, at what people are doing now on radio, and that's why I love podcasting, and that's why I love what yeah. we're doing here with the internet. Right. I've actually, in a way, reinvented myself. Quite literally, on my 40th birthday, I just basically quit my job and started again. Fantastic. And uh, wow. with this exact belief you're talking about, Chuck, you know, look, I, I know what I'm doing. I, I'm, I've got stuff, and I'm pretty right. cool to share. I'm pretty cool to share it. Okay, I've got a funny way of speaking to some people. Okay, I'm not I'm not Marlon Brando, but I, I got some stuff. I got some skills. And, uh, and I love podcasting, and that's why I've jumped in on this call. I wanted, to, I wanted to get a feel for how podcasters who use the audio factor of the blogging world can, can get some more kudos. I'm never going to write a book. 
I'm never no. going to write a chapter of a book, but I've got 134 podcasts on SoundCloud, which I, I mean, I worked it out. If I, if I push play on Monday morning, I'd still be listening to myself on Friday night. <laughs> what, what, we've, what we've done, Keith, yeah. Keith, uh, take, I, I'm sure you have the MP3s, otherwise you couldn't have gotten them up through SoundCloud, but we found out several years ago that I can take several of our, quote, podcasts, short story narrations, and we repurpose and market those as collections. Oh, wow. Well, okay. on, on one of my uh, my radio talk shows, uh, You Can Build It, which has been on hiatus this last year, uh, we originally started out showing people how to start a business regardless of the venue. And that stretched over eight, nine months. We had a large audience every week. All of our stuff is talk show, uh, you know, in this area. So mm. callers call in. We don't edit. It's all live. It's uh, totally off the cuff. But we packaged the best of them. And uh, we also had another uh, one of our other talk shows had to do with what I call the books of the masters. Uh, I took the uh, uh, Napoleon Hill, which started my life in 1960. Mm. And we took that year of podcasting. I had an associate of mine in Phoenix edit 120 hours down to 40 hours of relevant conversation of how the book has impacted real people today in their lives. Wow. And uh, we marketed that, you see. Uh, you know, big lordly, I mean, not very much money, but we call it Beyond Think and Grow Rich. So we took a podcast. Yes, it took time and energy to edit 120 hours of conversation. I mean, I think everybody here understands that that wasn't an overnight, overnight situation. But and we're foolish enough to market our products at a very low price because that's never been a motivation for us. So uh, but people still buy it. Actually, the biggest market is around the world, not in the U.S. <laughs> uh, you know, people in Southeast Asia and the Mideast and, and Africa and uh, South America, they love it. But uh, I guess they do because they tell me that. But, uh, but they, that's keep, buying, they keep buying. They must love it, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, let's let's I don't want you guys to get crazy. We may sell three or four units a week, you know, and at forty seven dollars. That isn't a, a huge amount of money, but. We've more than recaptured our costs. And remember where the content came from. It came from a free talk show, which I started to put my thoughts out to the public to gain a following. Okay. Mm. That was the ultimate goal. Yeah. And so in our, in our gardening thing, I did the same thing. I've repurposed, uh, you know, gardening. Uh, I, I, I raised my children on a truck farm. And uh, after all that went away, we, uh, I said, you know, as a business plan, I drew up a business plan for You Can't Build It that I'm going to plant 24 tomato plants. We're going to net $1,000 and I'm going to net 1,000 pounds. That was the original business plan premise. We did that on the talk show. We discussed it. So Shirley and I went out and planted 24 plants March 23rd and we videoed it each week. We videoed my culture of that. Wow. And it's on YouTube. It's absolutely free. You can go watch it. It's had too many views. But then when it was all done, guess what I did? Tell me what I did. Tom, Tim, what do you think I did with those videos on YouTube? You probably put them in the videos and sold them as an information. Thank you. I put them on a DVD and for $14.95, you can get how to grow tomatoes for health and wealth. And people, guess guess where my biggest market for this, Keith, has been over the last eight, nine years has been Australia. (laughs) Yeah, my wife, we we have a backyard because we've got a backyard. That's the point. We've got a backyard. We've got room to grow the veggies. 
Right, right. But this is only 24 plants, a thousand pounds, and I netted a thousand dollars by selling them for a dollar a pound. And, and this is the point is, I'm going to get back to the blogging. The blogging can be stacked. And Tim, I love that comment. I think it was you that made the stack, or maybe it was was Mr. Mulholland. But but video, audio, and um, actually, we have made videos out of our content, yeah, yeah. our you know, our text content little slideshows and things like that because I'm lazy and I don't like to come up with new things all the yeah. time. So, um, but Keith, uh, your voice, run with it. Keep it going. Yeah, I love it. I'm proud of being an Aussie. I'll tell you what, I'm proud of there being an Aussie <laughs> and, um, and I'll leverage my, um, so if and I'll put my, I'll put my link to my SoundCloud. I'll put a link to your site over there. I really want, we want to see it. So. But I, what, I, what I really want to just pick up on and what just Chuck, Chuck just said there, this is absolutely brilliant. Because um, most people in the podcasting world now do one show once a week on one theme and they have yeah. like about 150 shows. And that's yeah. the most common scenarios, social media examiner and all these people, Amy Porterfield. But what I do and what I prefer to do here is I have themes. So I'm actually going to take your, your, uh, your inspiration there, Chuck. So, I'm just, so I actually do, a, say, a mini-series on SEO. I might yeah. do 12 podcasts and that's all that I've done for 12 weeks and then I'll put that to mm -hmm. bed and then I'll do a 12-part podcast series on Google Analytics because there you go. I think doing one show once a week for like three years, I, I would get bored with that. You, know, you end up watching you. And when you get done with that, and when you get done with that, put it into a package. Yeah. Put it, put it into a price. And you don't really care what the price is, do you? Because you've, you've already, it's already done what you wanted it to do. It's just frosting on the cake. Yeah. And I love frosting. I mean, look at the size of me. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering whether the 1,000 pounds was a weight thing or a, a, a UK. Manager. No, that's that's how many pounds of tomatoes we had. Well, guys, I, I, I wanted to get this kind of get this clear, cleaned up here because I, I want to close it out in a yeah. couple minutes. I just know Darren's in the room. Darren uh, I, I, Darren Ross from ProBlocker. He's in, I'd like oh, to wow. get him on a seat if wow. I could because I would love to see if I can get I'm this gone. close on this topic. I'll, I'll jump out if you like. Yeah. Darren's from Melbourne. Yeah, I know Darren from Melbourne. And Darren, I, I'm, I know he's got great value in this subject. He's a very...